podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. This might look like a normal job, but it's not. When hackers infiltrate networks and steal or destroy proprietary data, we're all at risk. Earn a master's degree in cybersecurity online at Grand Canyon University and help protect your company from cyber threats by performing vulnerability assessments and threat hunting to catch hackers. What do you think protecting your company looks like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the fat back for it's not daily, it's not at night, it's well, it is at night, but it's nearly not as much night as it was the other night. Uh, it's Gav, it's Grizz, it's Matt. We're back. Um, throw the abuse at us. Um, you can call us wherever you want. We're big boys, we can take it. Um, what are we going to do tonight? Um, we're going to do loads. We're going to talk about the Bradford game. Um, I think we're going to talk about transfers in and out, the tour to America, and anything else to throw up there. I have the comments up on screen. The boys are watching on their phones. If you see anything interesting that you say, they'll obviously bring it in and keep going from there. Lads, um, first things first, Grizz, how have you been? How has been your summer? I know you're delighted England won the Cricket World Cup, but how have you been? I'm good, man. Uh, working on my tan, as you can see. Worked up a lovely tan in the last couple of months. Nearly as brown as Matt. Um... England won the World Cup, amazing. Um, the other fellow won the tennis, amazing. Um, Mane is through to the final of the African Nations, amazing. Yeah, when is yeah, that yeah, final? Hey, Ama- eh? Friday. When is Friday. Next Sunday, isn't it? Friday. A week. Fuck. Yeah. That means yeah, he's so, back late. Yeah, so Mane misses the first game, but we can discuss that later uh, this season. But yeah, it's been an amazing day of sport. And I've had a fantastic summer, just off my keto uh, diet. <laughs> yeah, okay, go on, keep going. <laughs> Why are you laughing? All right, just for a little, just for a little while. I'm back on it. Um, getting preseason training and getting ready for the new season. Hi. How about you? Oh, it's been great. Um, I've played a hell of a lot of golf. Um, um, I found that I'm having a second child in, in January. Amazing. Um, Congratulations. From everyone on the LFC Twitter sphere. Great, thanks a million. What else did I do? I went to Italy for a couple of weeks, really enjoyed that. Um, Didn't watch any football over the summer. Copa America, um, African Nations Cup, the Women's World Cup. I've done none of that. I just just had a really good time. That was about it. Um, Matt, how are you? How was your summer? How did you get on? been pretty boring really I've, I've just been in the house I haven't done much yeah uh, watching lots of football um, <laughs> bit of golf only joking I got married as you know got married when I'm when in my honeymoon Bahamas Jamaica Cuba blah 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 but now it's back the football's back and I'm all good I'm ready for it 
good. Okay, well that's how our summers went. Um, uh, how did everybody else's summers go? You can let us know. Uh, Grizzle read it and and uh, pretend that he was in. Um, he knew that all along. Oh, by the way, quickly, I found the Liverpool support uh, supporters club in Cuba. And oh yeah. Watching the uh, I watched the uh, the final with the the Cuban Reds. Right. Absolute. Mad bunch of bastards. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. Right up, right, right up your now, street, ready? What's that? Were you right up your street, like? Oh yeah, fucking. Uh, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I've never met a bit like a crazy bunch of lads who haven't a clue what's going on in the football world who just fucking absolutely love Liverpool Football Club. Yeah, the trippers. Yeah. And we, ever we... since I, I gave my WhatsApp number. I get I get messages daily asking if uh, if different people are coming. So, and I, I need to keep it far from Grizz with his ICK information. Uh, so giving it loads. I I'd, I'd say you just, I'd, I'd say you just have done and a little tick mark <laughs> and it's just copy and paste all the time. No matter who it is, yeah, it's yeah. done, mate. It's done. Don't worry about it. Um, but look, let's get anybody watching this on YouTube, anybody watching on Periscope, share the broadcast, uh, subscribe on YouTube, do all that. Um, it's the same channel that I put out all the daily stuff on. That will continue tomorrow and all along during the week and stuff like that. This show has no sponsor because nobody will touch us with a barge pole because we're, we're mental. Um, and we say stuff we probably shouldn't. But if anyone does want to sponsor this show, come along and we promise to tone it down at least 6 to 7%. Um, e- email me. Email grizz at keto.ie. Um, but Keto, Keto, Keto.spoofer at ie.com. <laughs> okay, here we go. The football lads. Um, we went away to Bradford today. Um, you know, it was a it was a game that was was for Stephen Derby. Um, you know, he was he was um, he's an awful disease that he's contacted and, and stuff like that. And it was for him today. And, and it was great to see Liverpool going to the, to the club of a former former player. To support him in, in what he's fighting against, and we wish we wish him all the best in in um, fighting this. We really, really do. That's me, Matt, Grizz, and any, anyone involved in the LC Day Trippers. But um, a three-one win, lads. Another good run out. Um, Grizz, did anybody stand out for you? Uh, it was a game of two halves. Usually is. Uh, it was a game of two teams, as per. Um, First half was good, again. I think it you could fair to say the more senior team, the first 45 minutes. Um, Brewster's standing out, to be honest with you. Um, you know, Ox, Ox looks lively. Um, and um, Hoover, the IX captain, uh, looks good at right back as well. Um, apart from that, you know, James Milner's carrying on being James Milner. Amazing uh, um, professional. Uh, Lalana playing in a deeper role. I found that interesting. Um, Klopp alluded to it afterwards, saying that he just wants Lalana to get into rhythm and as many touches of the ball as possible. So, you know, it looks like Lalana's not going anywhere. Uh, but yeah, the second half was a bit of a dance club, to be honest with you. Uh, I, was, I was sort of swapping with the cricket and the tennis at the same time. Um, so I didn't catch much of it, but you know it was quite quite boring the second half. Uh, no one really stood out. Um, slightly disappointed with I was discussing with Matt of Air, who you know is very defensive, um, very protective of the of the sort of fringe players. I was, and I thought the fringe players need to show more in these kind of games if they want to stay. The likes of Kent Wilson, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but 
none really stood out to be honest with you. But yeah, another basic good workout, and as I suppose gives Klopp some kind of idea what kind of squad he's going to take to a USA. Is it this week, Matt? They fly out Wednesday or something? I think Tuesday. it's this Tuesday. So yeah, it probably gives probably made Klopp's uh, decisions for him after today's performances. I think he was going to get onto that flight. Okay, just touching on a couple of things there, lads. Um, Barry Barry Carr, that's watched the the, the program all week. He's um, he said that he reckons Bruce I can get twenty three goals. I want to touch on a couple of players because it is one of those games where it's you know one team and one half, one team and the other half. So it's very hard to get a rhythm. But players do kind of stand out. Matt, for you, Bruce, there, um, it's your fourth word of them. It's for, it's your first opinion I've heard on him. What do you make of this fella? He's, he's three goals in two games, although against you know, lower division um, footballers and, and lower division teams. But what do you think this guy can do, honestly, Matt, if he's given the chance over this season, which which it looks like he will be? Yeah, listen, if you're going to judge him, you can't judge him on these two last pre-seasons because, as I was saying to Chris earlier, it's, it's pre-season. You, you look at players like Klein, Chamber and Lalana, they're not doing anything, so why should some youngster step up and do something magical? But if you look at what Brewster done last season... Um, then, then yeah, he's he's absolutely ready. You hear about what Klopp's saying, you hear about what the the coaching team are saying, and he's kind of one of the reasons that we're not 100% desperate to sign someone up there. If you know what I mean, we've got Origi, okay, and now we've got him who, who's promoted to the first team. He's going to be training with the first team, and he's going to get he's going to get games. I I don't know if it's just the League Cup. Or he's actually going to get games in the Premiership, bring him on in 70 minutes, 60 minutes. But he's now actively going to be in the first team. And to be in one of Jürgen Klopp's first teams, you have to be some type of player. So for me, he's absolutely ready for it. The goals he scored in the last two games mean nothing. It's what went before that that means everything for Ryan Brewster. Yeah, and like I, I just like I like the fact that he's gone through a bad injury. You've seen him recovering with Oxley Chamberlain for the majority mm-hmm. last season. He he was massively rated, um, while he was in the 17s and and 19s and 23s, and he was away at World Cups I think with England. He, just to see a guy, I I was worried that he might come back and look a bit rusty. And but Grace, it's huge for him to see him just absolutely hit the ground running. Albeit in these yeah. 20s, but he's, he's hit the ground running. Absolutely, you made a very good point there, Matt, uh, Gav, about um, with him being out so long, we didn't know what kind of condition he's going to come back into. But it's, it's again, I don't want to slag off the other youngsters, you know, to what Matt said, but again, it shows the, his hunger and desire that he's been, his work rate. I mean, everyone, everyone had heard about his finishing prowess in, in the in the World Cup, was it the under-21 World Cup or whatever, under-19 World Cup, whatever it was, yeah? Everyone had heard about his finishing uh, prowess and sort of, you know, how good he is around the box and what kind of poacher and finisher he is. shown already, right? But what stood out for me is his hunger and desire and his, and, his, and his passion to press, sort of, you know, he's obviously been studying and he's been told, look, this is what Bobby does. And that's the least you've got to do. The least you've got to do is fucking run around like a madman, like Bobby does, and he has been. Gav, you can see he's one of the he's been one of the fittest players on show, which is a tribute to him. And you know, there was a lot of trolls taking a piss out of him, sort of wearing his medal and saying what's he achieved and why is he going around wearing his medal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I like that he's got confidence and he's got swagger. And the the guy he's taking the guy he's taking a place of in the squad. 
I feel, is Daniel Sturridge, who was another player who had that kind of swagger and arrogance about him. And I think this guy, you know, he's, we don't know if he's the real, real deal, but he's got everything points towards him being the real deal this summer, um, uh, this season. I'm really looking forward to seeing him the most. And a quick word on our uh, on King Origi. He, you know, it's funny. I know we're playing sort of bunch of nobodies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but even he was looking sort of suddenly swagger about him. He looked like kind of broader and taller and bigger. And there was a maturity in his play. Like I'm, I'm at Liverpool now, and he kind of like knows that you know his place. So that was good to see as well. Um, somebody's out there was Grizz on time because they know Grizz and um, they know he's not usually on time. He was on time. He was on time, and um, me and Matt are extremely proud of him for that. Um, we really are. It's probably one, probably the proudest we've ever been of Chris. Um, new me. Yeah, it's a new you. It's a new season. It's a new Chris. Um, Matt, Chris touches on 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 Daniel Sturridge there, and I know you you're a massive fan of Daniel Sturridge. You always have been, and you probably still are. And you know, do, do, he, it looks like he's taken the the spot of Daniel Sturridge in the squad. That looks like it's gonna be. Do you think he's a better alternative? His style of play is a better al- alternative than Sturridge. When you look to rest for for me, you know, or or he's a bit off form, or or he's or he's injured. Do you think he looks a bit of a better alternative, just in style of play? Uh, no. <clears throat> okay. No, he he could be. No, he could be. He I don't know if he'll ever get to the goal scoring uh, that Sturridge had because Sturridge is he take everyone away from his goal is. Game storage is a world class finisher. Whether he gets there, I don't know. But as Chris says, he works a lot harder. Which, if, if he works harder, then Klopp's more likely to like him and work on the other side of his game. And that's where he's going to improve. He, he's got probably one of the best front threes in the world to learn off. If he if he gets his head down in training and he, he looks at what they do, Mane, uh, Firmino especially, and then Salah obviously for his runs, then he, he could become world class at the moment. He's a very, very good player, and and it's good that he stepped up to the first team because he, he's now in a, in an environment just full of of talent and and great coaching. One probably one of the best environments in Europe for a young player to be in for him to learn his trade. So yeah, he, he could be right now. No. Okay, um, for me, I was I watched a bit of I watched a bit of um, Brewster. At the underage games, no, I'm not saying I sat down to watch them. They could be on as a replay and different things like that. And it's usually the goals you see and you know short highlight packages that um <coughs> the, 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 no, no, you. the Liverpool channel would have on, and you'd have like highlight packages of the the twenty trees or, or whatever it was, wherever he was playing. And I always thought looked a great finisher and looked like he liked to play on the shoulder. Um, because he had got that blistering pace. One thing that surprised me in the preseason so far though is. His willingness to get the ball into feet, his quick feet when he gets it, he's intelligent with it. You see, you see from the from the um, assist he gets for Klein against Tramier, he's a lot more of an intelligent footballer than I gave him credit for. And I think that if they can tune in on that and let his other game develop naturally, because I think he has will have the pace and he has got the instinct to score goals. But that back to back to goal play and bringing other players in, if they can if they can concentrate on that, I think it's massive. Grizz, I know you're wanting to get in, walk away. Yeah, just a, just a quick thing on that, what you said about his whole, uh, his general play. I noticed that as well. You know, Matt said that he's been sort of training and in the environment of sort of brilliant coaching and those players that he's mentioned are front free. But 
you know, everyone had this image, or a lot of, and and, and a lot of people have seen him and said he's a, he's, a, he's a penalty box player. But he's been, you can see, he's been working on his game in terms of coming dropping deep and his touch. And he's not as small as I thought as well. He's bigger than sort of the likes. He's taller than the likes of Ox and and Milner and and Klein. You know, he's quite he's quite he's okay. I think he's five eleven something like that. I'm not sure, but I thought he's slight. He's quite hey, he's quite strong. This will well. send you west. Do you know Suarez is six foot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. a mad one, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's just because he runs with his head down and he's looking at an animal. Yeah, because he's yeah. a little fucking rat. Like a bull, but... isn't it? Like a rat, yes. Yeah, yeah. Rat. I, I only um, heard that this week. I couldn't believe but, it. You know, but do you, know, do you know the likes of um, how Sancho and and hudson Adoy from that same team have sort of progressed? I really feel, you know, he's been so unlucky with that injury with a year out. But I, I, think, I think Brewster would have been on their level if he had that season of, you know, without getting injured. But, you know, good luck to the kid. I think he can catch catch them and even surpass them in my opinion I think he's that good yeah somebody's made the point there that um, he'll, he'll get more and more chances and we'll see how good he is when, when he goes to the States playing probably with better players um, um, against better players <coughs> I think it'd be it'll be a big insight into Ryan Brewster and the player he is when we go off to the States and, and Mix, play Mick's confirmed Mick's confirmed there that he is actually 5'11 I was right again Oh, is that is that Suarez, Mick, or would that be um, or is that Bruce? No, Brewster. Brewster. Okay, I have a feeling he's talking about Suarez, but we'd say. Oh, um, is it? Oh, well, I'm sorry. So you're not right again. No, um, he's he's six foot, Mick. Unlucky. All right, just an inch out, you were, Mick. There's an inch in it. Um, I had another saying for that, but I won't do it tonight. Um, <laughs> right, a couple of other players. Um, I, I want to ask you about the, the comments have been coming in. Uh, Kent, Ryan Kent. The, the, the rumour is that Rangers want him but don't have the money that Liverpool are looking for up front. Leeds have looked at him but haven't offered enough money to Liverpool. And now the talk is that Liverpool are going to hold on to him and bring him to America. Um, I don't think that really means much that he goes to America. He can just put on a flight back of that and it's confirmed. But Chris, how do you feel about Ryan Kent? I was quite open the other night after Tramier that I felt he was playing a game on his own. And if he'd have, if he'd have serviced the young left-back that was playing a bit more, he would have looked actually more impressive by being a little bit... Um, being a little bit more uh, selfless in what he was doing. Uh, Ryan Kent, for you, what do you think? He's done okay. He's done okay. He hasn't, um, you know, he's been outstanding, but maybe I'm being too harsh, you know, his preseason or whatever. I just, I, I just don't see him at Liverpool. Uh, I just don't, I don't know why. I've said this before. I think we've really gone up levels. Um, if you ask me the same question, maybe about two, three seasons ago, I would said, yeah, Kent, brilliant squad player, young, English, you know, good on the ball, technically good, technically gifted, let's give him a chance. Without sounding arrogant, you know, and we have, we have gone up levels in terms of what we're looking for and what the level and what the kind of um, titles we're playing for. I mean, we were, you know, if we were challenging, trying to get into that top four, et cetera, et cetera, then yeah, Kent would be you know, a useful member of the squad. I just don't think, I just don't think we'll keep hold of him. I think it is just, mm. it's just, I just think it's gains from Clock and Co. We get a decent offer of around nine, 10 million and he's a gunner in my opinion. I just, you know, I think it's uh, unfortunate for him, for the lad. Um, you know, he's had a brilliant season at Rangers by all accounts, but um, I just don't see him at, in a Liverpool um, shirt sort of on a full-time basis. Okay, I, I agree with you. I think if we get a deal around 
between eight and ten million, I think we take it. Um, Matt, for you, Ryan Kent is—is—is is, is he the sort of player that could go to America and really, really impress and make Klopp rethink probably what he's going to do with him, or do you think it's going to be a case of take the ten million and walk away? Yeah, not a fucking chance he, he plays for this club. Um, he's going to end up someone like Bournemouth, something like that. In my opinion, what what we're seeing now isn't from Klopp, it's from Mike, uh, Mickey Edwards trying to get a bit more money for him. That is it. Uh, we're, we're saying we want him, we're saying we're happy to keep him. If we get money, he's getting. He, he's not good enough for Liverpool. N- nice player. He, he's okay. Top top 12 maximum. Yeah, okay. Um couple of other players um, the left back we were we were talking about on the flat back for daily a couple of times specifically after Tramier um, but the left back situation um, Matt for you you know uh, Larucci I think is a young lad's name and um, Lewis <coughs> Adam Lewis they're the two full backs that have kind of played over these two games do you do you, do you see Klopp putting his trust in one of those or do you think no he'd probably go out and make a sign he can't have someone that young with that Min, like no experience, no forcing experience coming into the squad as you know, back up to left Robertson. Do you see either of them being trusted or do you think they go and do something? Uh, well, I, I don't really like taking much out of these early pre season games against the lower clubs. Uh, you have to wait until the last two, three maximum to see what people like the the players are made of. But the, the one thing you can take out of it is probably Larucci, and he's a good player. Whether Klopp can trust him for a season, that's a fucking risk. Um, the only good thing to to help with that is you've got Milner there. So what what could happen is we don't need a left back for uh, Robson back up because we've got Milner. But during the first few months of the season, if Luigi comes in and he's training well and he has a few little chances, then maybe he can fill them shoes without Milner having to. But it, if that doesn't happen, we've still got Milner there at least till January. So. It's a risk, but it's not a massive risk because we have got a tried and trusted uh, member of the squad to play there. Yeah, it's not a bad show. Um, it's the only thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Larucci has been impressive. Adam Lewis holds his width really, really well on on the on on the left when he's played, and it's a bit like Robertson. It looks like he's been watching Robertson. Um, but for me, he might go down to Milner. I don't know if Milner wants to go back and do that. Um, people have said they're fair, but is this bet is left back we are going to go on to transfer names later on and we'll we'll lash through them and see what we what we all think uh Grizz, i want to touch on harry wilson harry wilson had a brilliant season last year at derby he might have been the player of the year he definitely won about eight out of ten goal of the months for them um for you harry wilson same question i suppose do you see him going to america and tearing it up and making things clop change his mind on what he might do or do you feel he's at the peak of his value and, and Liverpool might cash in. Yeah, I think it's similar to Kent. Um, you know, I could give the same same answer, mm. same opinion and just change the name of the player to Wilson, you know, from Kent. Another good player, had a fantastic season. Um, you know, I'm sure he learned a lot under Lampard. Many would say that's his level, maybe mid-table, you know, Premier League team. He could, uh, you know, he could, he could play at, you know, we, we're just operating at a different level now. I mean, it really is the, the difference in our quality and sort of the standards we're looking at and looking to go f- and looking to push on, you know, with no disrespect to the likes of Woodbourne, Kent, Wilson, who two, three seasons ago were sort of highly rated and we, you know, 
many would have pinned their hopes on these guys coming through and sort of, you know, saving us sort of millions in the bank. I just don't think, I just don't think, uh, I just don't think, I just don't see Harry Wilson's overall game. Can, being, I ask you, um, can I ask you something, Grizz? Chris comments there and says Wilson needs a Premier League loan. Would that be an alternative? Give him a year at a Premier League club and let's see how he does and make a judgment on him that way? Yeah, I think Wilson, in my opinion, Wilson's ahead of Kent in terms of oh, I don't think we'll I don't think we'd sell him as easily and readily as we would Kent. I still think maybe Wilson's got another loan and a Premier League loan. Um because I can't really see anyone paying the kind of money we want for him, which is around around twenty million mark, twenty, twenty five million. So maybe another Premier League loan and then CA goes from there. But you know, time is running out. I mean, how old is Wilson now? Twenty-two. Mm, so he's at that age, isn't it, where kind of it could be time could be running out for him. But Premier League loan is not a bad shout, um, you know, unless someone comes in with a with a bit of twenty twenty-five million. Um, you know, that's probably the best 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 thing for him at the moment. Matt, for you, Wilson, keep go loan. Loan him to make a bit more money off him, but he's not he's not getting near this team. As I don't like agreeing with him, but as Chris said, we've stepped up a level now. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> we, we've stepped up a level now, and he's just like he's a good player. He's, he's not bad. I'd say, he, well, he, he's definitely above Kent. We all know that, I think. Uh, and we'll get good money for him, but he's not going to make it in this team. Keep him for League Cup, early doors, FA Cup, rest a few legs. That's about it. Uh, the only reason we'll keep him is train him up. Then we like him, sell him on for more money. That's it. Okay. Um, he's been very, um, I, I was going to say harsh, but very decisive on, on some of these young players, and that's fair enough. Um, just looking at forward to this American tour now, Grizz, um, I think it's three games we play over there. It could be four. I don't know. I haven't looked them up. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. What do you want to see from this, Grizz? Do you want to see us get our main players back as quick as we can and get them into a rhythm? Or would you like to see them get as much rest as they can or, or, a, or a bit of both? What are you looking for? Because I know I'm looking for... I'm looking to try to get the, the more established players into this team probably from when we start in America because it, it gives you a better idea of how the youngsters are when they're in a better side. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's, it, you're right, it is a tricky one in balance. We've got to find a balance in terms of integrating the big boys back into the squad, getting some rhythm without overexerting them. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, God forbid the last thing we want uh, is um, sort of any injuries that sort of hamper their chances of starting the season. So, and, 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 and notoriously, when you're coming back from a from a summer holiday and, you know, after winning the Champions <clears> League and sort of, relaxing and chilling and sort of the way Klopp wants you to get back into it intensity-wise, you know, you could possibly see some, you know, players picking up knocks. So I think a slow integration of the players, um, I think, you know, a mixture, sort of, I think the the lads like likes of, um, um, what was his name, the striker Duncan and, and uh, you know, I think... I don't, you think, I don't think he'll go, you think he'll go to America? No, I don't think I don't think he will personally. But you never know. I mean, I, I, I think just, he will. You think he will? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, he could. 
I mean, who do you left? I mean, how many is he allowed to take? I mean, how many do you want? Hey, take as many as you want. It's your, it's your fucking team. All they're doing is training over there. It's not like Premier League okay, when you take 25. Well, that, in that case, then it's, yeah, it would be harsh to leave the likes of Duncan out because it should be a good mixture of, as you said, put these put these kids in with some more established players and see what they're really made up and see, made up of and see if they can step up to the plate. So I just think that the USA Tour would be just a continuation of pre-season training as it as always is and see if anyone really stands out. Okay. Matt, for you, um, <clears throat> we've seen most of the players come back now. Um, we're probably waiting on, we're waiting on Mane, obviously we're waiting on Salah, Firmino, um, Alisson. I think everybody else is kind of back. Um, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the youngsters to get just mixed in with some of the established lads or would you like to see us set our style out early, get a good rhythm going into this game against Norwich in, in what, Four weeks time now. Nah, pre-season friendlies mean nothing. It doesn't matter whether it's against Tramier or Real Madrid in America, whoever we're playing. They don't mean anything. This this tour is all about fitness and getting the getting the bond together. As long as the players are are with each other day in day out on the training field, that's all that matters. Who plays? It, it doesn't matter. We saw the same last season and the season before. It's all about fitness. Maybe the last one, two games maximum, you'll start seeing tactics come into play. Maybe you start seeing a few um, of the starters or a few of the lineups of people who start. But not one preseason friendly last year did the same team that started one start the first game. So yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything. Oh. It, 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 Klopp's all about fitness. Getting these young lads over there as well, which is amazing because people like Milner and and Hendo will teach him so lot, so much about the uh, about the team and how the training goes and what to expect and everything. So that's good. Um, and yeah, it's all about fitness now. As Chris was saying, building them back up to match fitness. If someone's feeling a little thing, he won't be in the game, and and that's absolutely fine because the game's on any um, anything about what's going to happen in in the four weeks prior. Okay. Afterwards. Um, Mikey says that both Duncan and, and Glatzel were, were told they were going to America. I, I could see them going. I really could, especially with, the, with some of the front lads being laid back. I've already confirmed it, Gav. Yeah, well, Glatzel has got an injury and it looks like he might be out for a little while. Um, there was talk of somebody else being drafted in. I can't, the name's got out of my head. Um, Chris, Liam Miller. Liam Miller, yes, yes, that's who it was. But, um, and he actually looked all right. Uh, Chris says, "Will Salah, Firmino, and Allison make US tour?" I presume they would. Um, the back end of it, probably. Um, it was similar last season, wasn't it? Similar last season with Salah. Yeah, he was right. he was kind of yeah, late, yeah. To the, late to the tour. But I could see Firmino and Allison have been off for a week already. So if you add another week and a half onto that, I think they might see the back end of this tour. That's um, I reckon that's the way it might go, Chris. Lads, I can't get away from this question, so I'm going to have to ask it. Right? Um, it's 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 about Philippe Coutinho. Um, loads of uh, loads of messages come in here with regards to him. what's your take on this Matt um, there's reports that they still owe us 80 million euros from the deal um, or somewhere around that number from the deal we done with them 18 months ago I think that number might be a little bit high but let's call it 80 for, for, for argument's sake um, there's talk now that his, his agent is very upset at leaks coming out of Barcelona more or less telling them they don't want them um, then you have the the his team or agent basically telling you that it holds a deep place in his heart, Liverpool and stuff like that. One, Matt, would you take him back? And two, do you think there's anything in this? 
Uh, right, first of all, I wouldn't take him back because he, he proper cunted us, and I don't like that. So he, I won't take him back. Put that aside, and for football ability, I actually don't think, and I didn't when he was at us, he fits our team very well. I always thought when he was playing for us, and I said it a lot of times when it, on the pod, even when he was at us and he wasn't trying to leave, I feel I felt always felt like he was shoehorned in. Manny was a better fit on that left side than he ever was. He can't play the central midfield role because he doesn't track back. He hasn't got the engine, which Klopp told Barcelona and they tried to do it anyway. And I think Manny's a better uh, left winger for, for him. So what, you, what have you got to look at? You've got to look at a player who is going to rotate within the team that we've got. Maybe a Shaq replacement where when we're looking for something, we go to Coutinho instead of Shaq, which, yeah, perfect. He's an upgrade on, on that side of things. But... The, it's, it's not 80 million, it's about 64 million. Even though Grizz bluffed it a few weeks ago and said 20, it's about 64. Um, <laughs> you, you did say 20. 22, you said, you know, you know spoofer. Um, it's, it's about 64. So, do you have a Shaq replacement for 64 million? No, you don't. If, you, if we're playing that, then we're, we need someone who's going to be starting. And, and he doesn't start for, for me. He doesn't start in anywhere in our team. He's not better than Salah. He's not better than Bobby. He's not better than Manny. He's not on midfield. He can't play midfield. He hasn't got the fucking engine. He can come on at half time. And, and that's about it. So, putting aside that he's an absolute fucking cunt, I don't take him anyway oh. at that price. Oh. I would take him for 25 million. Okay. Um, but, like, so for 25 million. You'd have to get Barcelona to give us forty, and Philip Coutinho to take him back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you clarified and that. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay that Kia fucking knobhead a single fucking penny. Right, that's that, part of the deal. Okay. Um, for me, before I get on to Chris, because I know Chris, Chris has strong opinions on it as well. For me, I take him back tomorrow. Um, you can never have enough good for, footballers for sixty-eight million. Well, I told, explain. No, I tell you what. If if they owe sixty million. If they owe us 60 million, 65 million, right? And they turn around and say, we want Coutinho, would you like Coutinho? If we turn around and went, will you owe us 65 million? So we call it quits and we take them back. Yeah, no problem. Liverpool have made 80 million off the deal. And he has back after 18 months. I'll tell you where he fits, Matt. He fits with the fact that he's a really, really good footballer. He fits with the fact that, no, hold on, hold on. He fits with the fact that, he fits with the fact that, we, we spoke up last season at certain times even in, even in games we won where it didn't look like it was happening for us we kind of got away with things from here and there and we did look we had a brilliant season but there was games where we got away with it West Ham and Leicester we didn't get away with it and we were missing something um, he walks in a 4-2-3-1 for me um, are you saying we lost the league at West Ham and no Leicester? absolutely not we didn't lose the league we've done <laughs> everything we possibly could um, Man City won it we didn't lose the league um, but what I'm saying is um I think he fits in a 4-2-3-1. And alternatively to that, he could fit in a 4-3-3 if you played him off the left. Again, yeah, listen, listen. the way I look at it is, if you offered me Coutinho back and we didn't have to shell out any money, I would take him tomorrow for the simple reason is, yeah, yeah. we could turn around and say, Mane is, needs a break or whoever needs a break. Don't just buy players because I've got decent cover. Always look to improve and always look to put pressure on the starting eleven and continue gav, without gav, gav, gav. Although what I would say you is, will I, do I think it will happen? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't think. I don't think it will happen. I would do it, yeah, but I don't think it will happen. Get that out. Because everyone needs to get that out their fucking mind because it's not happening. But oh, gav, you, you you've told us where he fits, but would he start? Um. Well, that's not up to me. 
And the thing is, Klopp is a big... Klopp. No, no, no. In your team, would he start? Um, possibly not, no. But, well, do you pay but, 60, 64 but, million for a player who doesn't start? But you're not paying 64 million. You're getting, you're no, getting you are, because that's our money. Is it, you think about think of it like a profit and loss account or whatever, however you do it, yeah. uh, an invoice. We're, we're waiting for that money. That's our money. Yeah. We, we've accounted for that. In, oh, definitely, you know, definitely player, over 64 advances. million. So... It does cost sixty-four million. Okay, so you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't think about it the other way. Do okay. you take someone who's not going to start for sixty-four million? Well, you see, the thing is, it's not about starting. You see, this is the problem with everybody and looking at a starting eleven. Or you don't do that. You look at the quality and overall quality of your squad, and all you will get from people is Man City squad is amazing. You never hear about Man City's first eleven. All you hear about. But you is could the get Timo Werner no, for, yeah, for forty could. million. Okay, would he start? Yeah, I would start him. He, would he's very, very close to beating um, Firmino in starting line. He's not on the fucking... He hasn't got a chance of fucking the hell of starting for Liverpool before, before Firmino. I tell you it's 23 million less. I'll tell you now, if you for were to... Someone who's, for if, someone who's going to rotate. Yeah, but hold on. It's so what? It's, uh, I, you, you've got and somebody proven I'll there. I'll tell, so tell you why. Because Timo Werner can start anywhere in the front three. Coutinho can only really start either on, on the left or if he changed that false nine position to, to a very attacking eight and, and that's about it. Yeah. No, look, uh, look, we can we can argue all day about it. Do we think it'll happen? No. The reason I think it will happen, won't happen is because A, I think Klopp was extremely hurt over that, over that transfer. I think it was, it was written all over his face when he spoke about it. Uh, B, yeah, it's not B, like you said, we could be waiting on that money for something else. And C, it, people have said it sends out the wrong messages. It probably does from Klopp, Klopp could ask senior senior players and they could say, no, we're fine with it. But I think it could rock one or two boats that you don't really want to rock, especially the Salah boat say and especially well, the Mane boat. I think, John, the, the back end of the season and this summer, it's one of the biggest tools Klopp has got to show our best players grass isn't even always fucking greener. Do you know what I mean? He can, he can turn around. If he takes Coutinho back now, then then players can think, ah, I could go try and do it somewhere else and then if it, do, it doesn't work, come back. Hmm. One yeah, of the biggest thing, tools he's got now, he can say to Mane, Salah, doesn't always fucking happen. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, Mick says that we need to Coutinho money for Mbappe next year. Yeah, what a show. What a show. Mbappe 2020. Um, Grizz, I'll let you have a talk because you've been amazingly quiet. Um, your thoughts on Coutinho would you do it and will it happen there are the two questions go wherever you want no I'm, I'm, I stayed I stayed quiet because it's brilliant you both had opposing views totally opposing views and you both made fairly strong arguments and Matt I think Matt probably his final sort of opinion statement about in terms of Klopp using it as a weapon or tool like in terms of see this is what happens if you leave me and us and you know where we're going that probably sways it for me um, but I kind of agree with where you're coming from. Look, I, and I've said this before, and I said this to you last year when we were talk, when we were talks about Allison and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, in terms of price, would we want to spend this much? But I want as many brilliant players in this Liverpool squad as possible. So for me personally, I couldn't give a shit how much it costs, Matt. It's sixty million, fifty million, four million. I couldn't give a shit. I just want brilliant players in our squad. Where does he fit? Very good question. But I think we're at a stage and Klopp's shown that he's, a, he's changed us tactically every season. Not only in shape, but in terms of, not only in sort of, uh, in games, but sort of, in, in sort of uh, um, shape, but in mentality as well. He's got players playing out of position. He, everyone believes and trusts him. 
there has been times where Matt, we've played a kind of a 4-4-2. We've reverted to, even in the final against Spurs, you know, there was time. There, were, there was times where we reverted to a 4-4-2. Now, in a 4-4-2, could you play Coutinho? I could certainly see uh, Coutinho play. Just behind Bobby, I could see him. Just, I'm just giving you a hypothetical situation. Yes, you could. You could see Mane and Salah. You could see Bobby and Firmino and two holding midfield players. Let's say Henderson, sort of thing. There is games that he would play. There's no doubt about it. In terms of, would he fit back into the squad like a glove? In terms of knowing the players, knowing the setup, knowing the system, point to prove, all that points to, yes, Coutinho will be fucking motivated, head down, fucking want to show the fans when they when their love back and their trust back. Would it ha- will it happen? No. We know it won't happen. You know, as, as I've told you guys and I've tweeted before, he has been offered back to us. But that's because Barca fucking, you know, now they fucked up. How much did they... Offered, how much was the overall fee? 140 million or something, isn't it? 145, yeah. We we know we, they know we fucking skin them alive with that <clears> fucking deal, right? I'll take that so, Dembele over anyone. Well, yeah, that we're going to that. But the point is, you know, Coutinho for me, just from a layman's point of view, in terms of oh, what a player, Premiership, how many times has he scored stunners? If you look at a YouTube clip, a rule of Phil Coutinho, you think, fuck me, that's a 50, 60 million player, eyes closed. Knowing the fact that. Klopp is, Edwards is looking for an attacking, creative type player. If we take away the Coutinho saga, if we just looked at a Coutinho, would we pay 50 million for him? All fucking day. I think we all agree we'd pay 50 million for him. So from that angle, from that point of view, yes. But in terms of, you know, would it happen? Will it happen? I don't think so. And for the fact that what you said is, you know, Klopp will show it and use it, you know, as an example for everyone else. Yeah, um, I'd just like to see what people think with that review and um, just a simple yes or no with regards to um, would you take Coutinho back? No, actually no, no don't forget would you take Coutinho back? Do you think it will happen? Yes or no? Us three believe that it won't happen um, for varying reasons. Um, but look, just go with that and, and see where we go. A simple yes or no from people and, and I'll have a look at it as it goes along. Um, what, what else was I going to talk to you about? Um, someone there has says um, from uh, Coutinho and Firpo would be the two he'd go for. Um, there's also the, the Pepe talk, just Bruno Fernandez, just different things like that. Grizz, um, just on incomings, I suppose, before we go to any outgoings, what do you believe Liverpool are looking for this summer? If anything, do you think do you think they're looking for anything? Do you think it's just a case of wait and see, have the other eye on somebody, they might do something late in the window, or do you think they're, they're quite satisfied with what they have? I think it's pretty oh, much. Sorry, the reason I'm, the re- sorry, Rick Grace, the cut across The reason I'm asking this is everyone's asking here: Is there any news? Is there any updates? So you have the floor. Walk away. Go. No, it's pretty much as it's pretty much as as sort of the media, the local media, the local press have been saying in terms of um, we're not looking to do much. And you know, I think the majority of sensible, rational, sane Liverpool fans would agree we don't need to do much. Do we need to do something? Yes. Uh, you know, there's not a fan, including the most super of super fans like Matt, right, would say that, no, we don't need to do nothing. You know, if we just if we just take the, 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 the bare minimum of Moreno being the left-back uh, reserve, then you could say, yeah, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's an opportunity if a deal comes, you know, if a deal makes sense for a, for a replacement left-back for that. And then, 
you know, for storage, maybe, I know we've said Brewster, but sort of, a, you know, a multi-purpose forward, I think we're definitely in the market for, and I think, you know, we will definitely will get one. And it's a patient game. We're in a position where we don't have to spunk money like um, like the, the like the likes of Madrid and Barcelona and United who are paying crazy fees for for players that haven't proved anything. You know, you know, eighty million today we're hearing about Maguire. How much do they pay for Juan um, Bissaka? Fifty million or something. We're in a position where we don't have to go mad and nuts and play these and pay pay these crazy crazy fees. We're in a position where Let's watch. Let's watch what happens. You know. Let's see what Barcelona do with the likes of Dembele. Let's see if anyone offers Pepe more than or than Lille for more than 40, 50 million. Everyone's making noise at the moment, but you know we're sitting there pretty and saying, look, this is what we're willing to pay for you. We don't need to pay more than that. And if you want to join the European champions, then all well and good. But we ain't getting into any auctions or any any bids for players because we're not in a. You know, we don't need to. And I kind of agree with that. But, you know, to answer, if you want to put me on the spot and say, yeah, will, will we get any signings? Yeah, I do believe we'll get a minimum of one player coming in, you know, um, 100%. And it's most likely, the most likely, it's 90% to be like an attacker. Okay. If you want to put a name on that attacker, in your opinion. If I say Dembele, are you going to ask me which one? No. All right. There's yeah, only one Dembele, Dembele we're after, so Usman Dembele is yeah, what we're speaking I, yeah, of. I, I, I'd, I'd say, I'd say no, there's a Fulham one. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere, one. man. There's one in Leon and everything. <laughs> uh, I'd say Dembele is 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 priority, um, you know, for Liverpool. But whether Barcelona are willing to sell him is another story. You know, we we, you know, Barcelona, you know, in a in a tricky in a tricky situation, you know. It's a waiting game, Gav. There's lots of there's lots of. Um, it's lots fluid. Of, it's fluid. It is, and, and I, I know we take the piss out of that, but it is, isn't it, Matt? No, but we, we we always have a laugh about that. But it is a very fluid situation, just like. <laughs> Chris, Chris, can, stop! It's not a fluid situation. There's fuck all no, happening. Stuff has to be moving for it to be fluid. Cancel him. Let me let me give you an example. I'll mark that. I'll cut that out. Yeah, Allison was a very fluid situation in his transfer in the end. You know, it wasn't um, we bid? They said yeah. So, we offered him a contract. He said yeah. He came. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. You, know, you wish. No one said he came, and then he didn't. But but uh, but um, you know, I think I think Dembele. I've got a very very strong feeling Dembele ends up at Liverpool. Okay, um, Matt. Um, somebody made a comment there that he feels that Liverpool won't sign anyone, and Liverpool will look. Klopp will look for solutions within the squad that he has now. Um. Do you agree with that, or do you think no? Listen, this, these these transfers they're done eight, ten, twelve months in advance, and it's one of those where they're probably hanging on. I had a theory that Pepe might be a backup to Dembele, and now Dembele looks a little bit more gettable. Do you think he walks through in the squad, Matt, or do you gen, do you think that he now he signs one or two? For the record, I think he does too. Right. First of all, I can confirm we are very, very close to a big signing. I just can't say any anymore. But secondly, Klopp will do whatever Klopp needs to do. He there's no way in the world Klopp thinks his squad is done. The only way the only reason he's saying that is because he doesn't want to go out and say we need players because then the price goes up. Klopp and Mickey Edwards know exactly what they're doing. They know which areas need to improve because every squad in the world, no matter. European champions, the best in Europe, like us, Absolutely. or or Wolves. 
every squad in the world can improve. And if you can if you can improve, then Klopp will always do it. And 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 he's shown us in the past. But he won't go out desperate trying to trying to um, run after players and like like what Man you were doing this this season and and get fucking lynched for a price. He'll he'll do what needs to be done and he'll he'll play calm and if we can't get the the first one then Mickey Edwards got a list of about ten players in every single position and every single type of player and he'll just go down that list one two three four until we get someone we like at a good price or if if it's someone we're desperate for we go out and pay what we think is reasonable like Van Dyke last season you look at other other supporters they don't think that's reasonable for seventy five million well they didn't they fucking do now. And uh, Klopp said, "Yeah, that he's worth that to my to my squad." So Klopp will go out and get whatever he think thinks he needs, and for what money he thinks it's worth. Um, and, and Chris, that, Chris says that is mad how people actually believe that you know Klopp's happy with his squad. It doesn't infuriate infuriates me. It makes me mad. They think that you know what Klopp's saying is actually you know true and how what he thinks behind closed doors as well that look we've got this fantastic brilliant amazing squad Lalana's like a new signing etc etc you know it's been proven that you know he plays these games because he's he's an up to date manager he's, he knows every trick in the book we've got an elite manager you know and people still think that you know oh he's happy with his squad and get worked up you know for no fucking reason it's as you said even if you're european champions or whether you're fucking you know Struggling like Man United, no squad, you know, is in There's very, very rarely that you see only Tottenham, I think, was it that didn't make no signings yeah. in a window, was it something? But that's because we know they were broken because of the new stadium. We're in a fantastic, healthy situation where we can spend 80, 90 million pounds on a player just like that. We're fucking loaded. It's just if Klopp and Edwards mm. want it. Yeah. Simple as that. Do you know something like Matt? Matt made a point there that they go down the list and go down the list and go down the list, and, and I agree with you there because even when you go back to Salah, I think Salah wasn't their first choice, or it wasn't Klopp's first choice, I don't think, but he was probably a second choice, and the, whoever they were going for didn't work. Louis, that's an example of no, 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 no. But what, what I'm going to say is, I think this might Should be a summer where I, I think this might be a summer where they're not actually going down the list. I think they won't go down the list. I think they probably have three names. Say for say three names. And if them three names become available, one of these three names, they'll move on them. And I think that's my way to be. I still stick to it that there's going to be two players. I think there will be an attacking player. And although I take Matt's point on, on left back, um, I think he might do something there. Um, Chris has asked, um, asked me and Grizz to get the name out of Matt. You don't realise, I'm a stubborn man, but Matt is just, just laugh at you when you ask him any questions like that. Um, so we won't get the name out of Matt. Um, Mikey says, "Can this be replayed straight after?" Um, yeah, yeah, the replay all night, um, and all day. The hold next on, day, John, I'll, I'll... John, hold on, hold on. Can you read this comment because you won't read this out? Can I read it out? But thanks, John. John saying Grizz talking sense here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was John. just seeing that popped off the screen. I'm not going to read that. I've got to read that out myself. All right, okay. Well, you continue to do that, and I'll just ignore them. How does that sound? Um, look, yeah. we're going to finish up. We're about fifty minutes in, so the last one I want to go to is um. The last one I want to go to is the clock contract situation. Now, there's been, again, on the Fatback for Daily, we've talked about this and what might happen, what might not happen, the varying views from the media and stuff like that. Uh, Matt, first up, um, clock contract situation, how do you feel on it? Yeah, I'm fully confident. He hasn't signed yet. There's nothing been put to him. Um, 
but both sides are absolutely confident they're, they're happy where they are and it will be signed at some point in the next six months okay Grizz I think um, you're going to disagree with Matt on that on certain points walk away yeah no it's just a matter of opinion of what he thinks what I think I'm not going to disagree with him but yeah um, I know um, he's um, verbally agreed all, all, all sides are very confident I reckon it, it should be announced before the before the start of the season I've okay. said it for ages. I said the thing is, people laugh. Yeah, no, you have said, said it for ages. It, I will say that. Yeah, I said no. I said, I said, I said it's been. I jumped the gun. You know, as you do, you get excited, innit? You jump the gun that you know it's, it's, you know, it's done. It's not. Nothing's ever done until you know LFC announce it. But um, I did say it before the news came out of a new contract. So you know, the new contract, Chris has um, said it's done. So I'm telling you, it's done. Okay, now you have a straight from the the horse's mouth on the telly. Yeah, um, but no, look, and it's and it's and it's probably the most important. You know, people talk about signing, signing. It's probably the most important. We've seen that this guy is a fucking legend. What he's done for us and where he's taken us, you know, in three there's, years. There's That's, no bull crap with him. There's none no of this bull bullshit. He's a, bull, yeah. he's a legend he's a of the man. Legend of the man. <laughs> but this guy will. This guy will be the most important signing. Everyone panicking over, oh my God, he's got another three years, two years left only. What are we going to do in 2022? We're going to do fuck all. We're going to carry on this journey with him until he decides he doesn't want to do it anymore. But at the moment, he ha- he's decided that he wants to continue. Yeah, uh, Kevin Sullivan says, my only worry for Klopp is born out. There's no more intense job in football. He has a fair point. The, the worry for me is 2022. That's when the next World Cup is on and will be finished. And it could be low at Germany, my call of the day. And then Klopp will, will be really, really in for, in for um, Klopp, I think, the German FA. Um, but look, lads, we spoke about uh, predictions for the season. Now, I'm not going to ask for predictions now. Don't worry. Don't panic. No. No, no, no. So what I'm going to do is, um, myself, Matt, Grizz, Ian, um, a couple more of the trippers. Um, what we're going to do is, we're all, I'm going to take all the predictions for the for the season. It'll be league position, league cup, FA Cup, Champions League, top scorer, uh, player of the year. Them, them sort I of, won last year. Yeah, you did, Matt, you did. Um, and you got a lovely crystal vase, didn't you? Was it a crystal vase you got? Uh, it was glass, but okay, yeah, crystal. <laughs> it was a point glass. Uh, but um, what we're going to do is there are the five categories we're all going to do it everyone's going to give it to me I'm going to put them away not speak of them until the end of the season if anybody else wants to do this anybody watching email lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com and the heading or email no 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 and cc grizzcarnatsmuffer.ie no we're not emailing grizz we're not emailing grizz (laughs) the only entrance will be lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com with the heading predictions give me your predictions I'm going to print them all out and store them away and we'll have a good look at them at the end of the season. Um, the fantasy football is back. Uh, our good friend Tino is looking after that for us on the LFC Day Trippers. Sign up for that. It's free. Just add it on as your league. Um, the details is on our Twitter. You can get on there. There will be prizes at the end of the season. Um, and if you come second to Grizz, you win the prize because his Grizz can't win it. So that's really good as well. That's a bonus, isn't it? Um, but look, that's been us. That's been the Fat Back Four. That's our first week back. We'll be back next week. That's fluid. Um we hope to be the four of us next next week, but if it's not, it'll definitely be three. Um, it's been great to be back. It's been um, it's been emotional. 
to, to be back with the lads. But uh, it's been really good. Matt, thanks a million for joining me. I'll see you next week. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Cheers, mate. Grace, same to you. Talk to you next week. Cheers, mate. Love you both. Have a good one. Over and out. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.